time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm the Green Kids. And I'm the Yellow Children. And welcome to Organise Fun, the component-based flat surface game podcast. <laughs> where this week we've been playing Don't Talk to Strangers. But as usual, business first. So I have to apologise. I have to do a correction. Last week when we played Get Bit, I there was a rule that I had oh. overlooked. Yes. Basically, after one of your people gets bitten by the shark, they automatically move to the front of the line and you have to pick up the cards and keep them back into your hand so that would have eliminated you know there was some times where the same person was stuck at the back and got chomped like two times in a row yeah it wouldn't have changed that much though no and narratively speaking sorry if you've just had your leg bitten off by a shark you're not going to suddenly have a spurt of energy you're going to be flobbing about going fuck my leg but anyway i don't think it had an effect on the overall game or the overall review of that particular game I think it would be the same outcome no I just know that there would be some people out there listening thinking he got it like if it was me and I heard a rule error I'd be like no 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 I know but yeah so there you go just thought I'd mention that hands up forgot a rule what are you going to do about it and finally you know in the past we've spoken about various new different versions of Monopoly that we've witnessed remember we played Monopoly cheaters didn't we but there was Monopoly Mm -hmm. feminist edition where the girls get more money and all that sort of stuff yeah I saw a new one. It is Monopoly the longest game ever and oh no it only has one dice so it takes you longer to get around the board and there are 66 properties and the only way to win is for one person to own every single property. 66? So what kind of what are they still like London? I think there's like three of each or something you have to buy each one like three times or something I don't really know I didn't look Uh, too much into it. It's essentially the same game they've just made it more the rules Maybe more difficult to win. Yeah. Why? No one ever plays Monopoly. Well, hardly anyone ever plays Monopoly right till the end. If you did a poll, do you... I actually know, in terms of, like, listeners and stuff, they are probably people that would play a game right till the end. True, <laughs> but generally, true. general public just playing Monopoly, I don't think people ever get to the end of Monopoly. I think it's very rare. No, I was going to say, yeah, normal Monopoly is long enough. Why would you want to make... Why, who would buy that? Who is that for? But then maybe there is some hardcore person that's got every version of Monopoly ever. But yeah, Mm. there you go. Compliance will be reported. Well, as I said then, this week we've been playing Don't Talk to Strangers. It is your turn to read the box. Oh, yay. I was going to say that. Okay. <clears throat> Can you avoid the stranger danger? In Don't Talk to Strangers, school's out, but otherworldly strangers are here. Shit. Mum and Dad haven't caught on yet, so you're on your own, kiddo. Play your cards as efficiently as you can, helping to navigate your kids one at a time from school to a scoring space in order to score as many points as you can before the neighbourhood is completely overrun with strangers. Take a wild romp through the parallel universe of Stephen Rhodes. So this is a 12 plus game playing time about 15 to 20 minutes up to four players and it's a a Stephen Rhodes game as in Stephen Rhodes is the artist that has, like if you see the picture, I don't know, it's sort of like like a 70s, a bit like the Choose Your Own Adventure sort of art style in a way. He's got a very distinctive art style. Yeah, it's like the it's what I imagine, you know the American 
American version of what a Ladybird book would be. You know, those yeah. like educational for kids, except they're all very tongue in cheek. You know, it's okay, don't talk to strangers. It's got some kids talking to an alien, but there's like let's summon demons where they're doing like a satanic ritual and oh, there's loads, isn't there? Yeah, it's yeah, it's that equivalent of that sort of childish illustration, but then it's been the nostalgia of it is what is this game is based on and what it's that artwork and I think he's got a whole website where he just sells all of his artwork of this kind of style yeah, yeah. and all sorts of different things so well, and there's six of these little games based on the pictures out is it? Yeah, yeah yeah I've only seen two others oh uh, there's oh maybe the so there's the first set of three I think maybe the second set of three isn't out yet but there's three more coming ah, okay are we having fun yet well, are you going to explain what happens, or am I? Well, I was going to, but you said um like you had something else to add. Oh, no, I was just waiting for you to go straight into the this is how you play, and you didn't, so oh, I thought sorry, sure I that was supposed to be me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the game outline then. So you have the board, which is, I guess, a map of the town, and there's the school space where your kids start, and you just move along around the grid trying to get to the houses and the places which are worth points. And on your go, you can either spawn a kid at the school or you can play one of your cards. And the cards are very simple, aren't they? They just have like move one space or move two spaces or whatever to try and get across town without getting abducted by the aliens. Now, this was a, you chose this game. What drew you to it? You bought this. What what drew mm-hmm. you to it? Well, you see, this is what I fall into the trap of exactly what they want, really. I mean, this is 2021 game as well. The art looked cool and the title sounded cool. I mean, I do feel a little bit like, I mean, it's a very basic, simple game, isn't it? It is. Um, it's almost like they had the artwork first and then built the game around it. It's, I think that's definitely <laughs> what happened, The design is what drew it to me. <laughs> yes. No, that's cool. Time's fun equals progress. Right. So, as I said then, on your turn, you can either do two things. You can spawn a kid at the school. Now, initially, you can only have one kid on the board at a time, can't you? Yeah. But there are spaces that let you get extra kids, which we'll talk about in a moment. Oh, and the first turn just has to be... You just have to put a kid down, don't you? Has to be put a kid, surely. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. I'm putting a kid on the school. I presume you are too. I am too. Okay, my one... What's her name? Um, Oh my God, you're naming her. Ginger. She's Ginger. Okay, mine's called Velma because it looks a bit like Velma from Scooby-Doo. A new kid. Oh, this one's Tyrone. Well, I've got Moesha at school now. Moesha. (laughs) Nice. Oh my God. This kid. Uh, A new kid. I'm going to call him Darnell. I'm putting um, Jane in the school. Okay, well, I'm summoning Sharon at the school. This one's Patty. Patty and Sharon are at the school. Or you play one card from your hand to move that kid. And we quickly ran into a problem. There are these bus cards that let you move from one bus stop to another bus stop. But if your hand is full of bus cards, because there's two types of buses, there's city buses and school buses. So if you've got a hand of three buses, but you you don't have a kid at the bus stop, you're stuck because you've got no cards to let you move your kid unless you're at a bus stop. And we were looking through the rules and we couldn't find anything that said that you were allowed to like like mulligan your cards or swap them or discard them or whatever. So we just added that rule. Otherwise, you'd be stuck. And that seems like a surely that must have happened in playtesting. Surely. Well, I don't know. We should. You should ask the playtesters that are listed on the credits. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of them is called Holiday Jones, which I think is a lovely name. <laughs> so I don't know if Holiday Jones came up with that or not. <laughs> wow. But um, we need to find Hol- Holiday Jones. If you playtested this, did that issue happen? Why did you if not you play test that? was your job? 
they're not. listed as a playtester. Are you suggesting that it's a lie that they do? <laughs> or we could also ask Michelle Hamilton as well, uh, who also <laughs> playtested this uh, amongst some of the other people. So you failed on your credit here. I'm sorry. Holiday Jones. I just like saying that. Holiday Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a James Bond. And oh, that's Christmas Jones, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I think that's what reminds me of. Anyway, so yeah, that was a bit of a hiccup early on in the game, but we freestyled away around that and play continued. I've got a problem. Right, you can't go. Mm. Why? Well, I've got three bus cards. Oh. Which let you move from one bus stop to another, but I'm not at a bus stop. So if I... Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I've well, I've got three bus cards as well. Hang on. FAQ. What doesn't say... What do you want to do? Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to just, like, re... doesn't say about not going. No. Well, I guess if you can't go, should we say to discard cards and draw a new hand and that'll be your turn? Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll have to be. Now, there are different spaces. There's houses all around town that are just worth points if you get to it, you know, and there's mansions that are worth more points. So there are also spaces that have bonuses. So if you get your kid to a park, then that lets you spawn another kid. So you could have two kids on the board at a time because there's plenty of cards that let you move. It says move any number of your kids. So if you had three kids, you could move them all three spaces or whatever. The library, which none of us went to, but if you get a kid in there, then that increases your hand size by one so that would be a way around hopefully the bus problem the handful of buses problem yes and there are special areas with special scoring rules so obviously your bog standard houses are just worth like five points six points whatever if you get a kid in there but the swimming pools they have different spaces so the first few kids that get there are worth more points but then the busier the pool gets the less points that are worth and what other special ones oh you were trying to get kids to the prom we we non-relinquim in arca percolate this by the way people so in our second game you wanted to go to the prom tell us what happened in the prom well if you get more than if you get six kids in the prom each one is worth two points rather than one so yeah you just have to fill up six of your children in in there which is more difficult to do than i thought it would be so you yeah. think okay six turns or 12 turns you can get one get a child put it in the prom but um, yeah you have to sort of go for that tactic straight away i think there's actually oh. quite a lot of different cards different places to go yeah. different things considering it's such a small board i mean it's just what is it two a far well about no it's about a four ish yeah just a size board yeah, so it's yeah, not yeah. massive because what else was there? there was the pep rally wasn't there so if there's one to four kids in there they score no points but then five to nine they score one point and like so the yeah there's kids. a lot of different spaces and different things in terms of getting from a to b you probably have about one two three four it's only about four or five spaces to get across to something but i on think each the turn. maximum I mean, amount of moves on a card is only three spaces isn't it i don't think there's any card that lets you move more than that yeah so there's actually a lot going on on the board in the spaces than to fill up this quite small board yes. which is probably why there is a board a and a board b which you can swap around on either yeah. side two boards one one has less alien spaces stranger spaces sorry we don't they're not aliens no 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 but and that <laughs> leads me on to our other set of cards so in the deck that you draw from are these stranger cards or flying saucer cards and on the board there are spaces marked 
marked with an alien head. And each time you draw a stranger card, you put an alien token on one of those spaces. And what that does, well, obviously, if there's a kid on that space, then that kid gets abducted or eaten or whatever and is gone. But then that alien blocks that space. So you can no longer move through that space. So the more aliens that get on the board, the harder it is. And sometimes the aliens are in front of the houses. So, you know, you could block off the mansion, for example, and no one could get into it and score those maximum points, whatever, whatever, whatever. There's also the flying saucer, which I really like as a mechanic. So you get to choose a kid and then it's this token with a flying saucer on one side and a picture of a kid hiding behind a bin or no, it's a mailbox, is it? You wouldn't have Mm. US mail written on a bin. And you literally flip the coin to see whether that kid gets abducted or not. And that's quite a nice little, because, you know, you obviously choose one of your opponent's kids and say, right, oh, the flying saucer's coming to get you. Yeah, that's really good. Considering, you know, there's no die in this. It's all card-based moves and everything. It's nice to have that. There's not not enough mechanic, a flippy mechanic in a game. No. And it's also good because you can abduct kids out of houses. So even if you've got a kid in the mansion or whatever, scoring points, the flying saucer might still get them. Saucer. Immediately choose any kid, flip the saucer coin to see if they're abducted, then draw a new card. Okay, that okay. have to be your kid and the Bastard. bus. Here we go. Yeah. It's hovering over your child. Yeah. Abducted. Oh no, Velma. Sorry, Velma. Oh, I've drawn a saucer card. Go on then. And it's going to be focused on Darnell, I'm afraid. Oh, safe. Oh, hang on. I've got a stranger sighting. I've just re... Okay. Immediately place a stranger and draw a new card. Okay, I'm putting the stranger directly underneath the school. But I picked a stranger star, a stranger, okay. you know. So I'm going to put an alien. Well, okay. Oh, sorry. Your kid outside the library. No. I'm going to get him. Oh. No. I've got men in black, remove a stranger from the board, and then take another turn. So I'm going to get rid of the one between the park and the pool. Oh my god, i got two alien cards. No. So, right. Get get home soon, Blippi. (laughs) Back in between the pool and the park. And then a second one. You get your twins. No. Why would I kill my own twins? Okay. They're taking a long time to get home. (laughs) Do they know where they live? In between North Park and South Pool. That one. Okay, dangerous area. And then, oh, oh my God, we've got two more. <laughs> no! Well, then that, that's nearly the game over. I know. Well, so the bottom ones... South yeah, End Home. Well, that's the B. Was okay. you sacrifice your own children? Ah, uh, that's it. I've yeah. lost. I finished just the game. What? <laughs> I got another one. <laughs> oh no! And your kids went then. They ate both my kids. Yeah. I mean, but that's it though. It's it was a very simple, quick little game, wasn't yeah, it? It's almost. It's very compact as well. It's almost like a travel game in a way. It's hmm. tiny, and all the little child countery things are really small. But yeah, it is a simple game, and I think it is based on a what how we've got all this artwork to use yeah. as a franchise what can we do sort of game wise although it is worth saying these other the other games just looking at they are they use exactly the same kind of artwork style but they look from what I've seen completely different oh yeah I think let's one is a treasure and different they look like completely game. different games I, I think they just look uniform with the artwork in the box yes but they're the kind if you had the whole set and they were all stacked up on your shelf they'd look like a nice collection wouldn't they yeah and it's yeah. nice again it's a nice little simple one you can just take this is like a sort of board game cafe style one I I think you could just quickly play. Yeah. It's nice. Well, you know what I'm going to ask you now? What was your strategy? Oh... 
thought we got past that bit. Well, well um, we got past that bit, but so you remember telling us about it, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you forgot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, first time round, it's just getting used to actually how, because you can only move sort of three spaces at once. How, how are you going to get to spaces? You obviously see which houses have the most points and you want to head there. So there's like a mansion for like seven or something like, or a home for like five, which is like the top. So you're like, okay, they're, they're not that far away. I had a lot of bus cards so that you can sort of transport from one end of the board to the other which isn't actually that far anyway but so you in theory you could get one space on a bus another space on a bus and you're outside a house and you're straight there so in like four turns you could get into your child into a high scoring house so yeah it was looking at the high scoring houses and how quickly can i get across when the aliens turned up probably because of your shuffling i don't know they turned up very quickly and like it wasn't like there was one okay and it's building up slowly it was like five at once and the game's over sort of after each other so I mean, um, I didn't have to avoid any aliens particularly because they were either not there or suddenly all there. Suddenly all there. The town was overrun. <laughs> yeah, which is probably what would happen. Like, they're not going to do one by one, are they? If aliens attack, they're all coming at once. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, well, my strategy was very similar. I just scanned the board. What was the highest scoring place? Go for that. And then if you took it, then I would look at what the next highest scoring space was and go for that and go for that. Now, with the special ones, you know, like, what made you decide to go because you popped you were popping kids in the prom you went to the library no you didn't go to the library you went to the mega park you know like so what made you decide to go for those spaces rather than the houses that were just like safe it was just nearer okay Literally, it was one space and I thought it would be really easy to get loads of points without having to go across the board at all fair enough <laughs> and I thought there was a bit more time if I had a bit more time I could have filled up the prom yeah it was and that board B is like there's hardly any road there there's nearly all large gatherings like library and parks and things to put the True. It's not but like you're wandering like around the streets or anything like on the other board. Um, so they've really packed it in. Aliens. Yeah, they've really sort of condensed the aliens on that one and just packed it in. So I think board B is designed as the more difficult board to get points. Yes. Now imagine this with four players, because it's such a small board, that would be quite, I don't know, there'd be kids everywhere, wouldn't there? <laughs> uh, well, the game would be over very quickly. I mean, it does say 15 to 20 minutes. That's true. Oh, um, so thing, I don't think I mentioned, but obviously once all the aliens are on the board, then the town is overrun and the game is over. You just yeah. keep going until all the alien spaces are occupied. So there's only 10 aliens that you would need to draw yes. in a game for it to finish. So if you think four people play in, three cards, well, yeah, cards at a time, there's bound to be aliens coming up quite quickly. So it is a very sort of a dash, dash, well, I suppose that's part of the game, isn't it? You've got to get quickly, kids, get home after school. Yeah. <laughs> there's going to be I think it is like, it is designed as a quite a quick game. So you haven't got that much time to build up a tactic. Yeah, sorry, I was just checking. So there's 18 stranger cards. So there's way more stranger cards than there are stranger spaces. Right. Okay, so it's even more likely then. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it probably was feedback from Holiday Jones that made that rule. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. walkie-talkies just move any number of your kids one space I've got the city bus mm. I can move between any city bus spaces so Ginger is going bottom right outside the south end home yeah I use rad bike just oh, yeah. got the bus around the corner I've got mom's car move one of your kids into any unoccupied house so I'm going to that north end mansion mm. Tyrone lives in the fucking mansion well Darnell is hitchhiking move one of your kids to the library or a park. I'm going to go to the North Park, same as you. Hi. Hitchhiking, hi. Okay, well, I'm going to go synchronised watches. Move any number of your kids 
kids so I can move both my kids three spaces and kids can move through strangers with this move so Sharon in fact they're both they're going together oh, um, yeah. safety in numbers yeah one two three they're going to be on the school bus outside the library we're going on a soda shop date <laughs> you've got to show me your hand and then I can basically use the effects of one of your cards oh well I've got walk one space yeah walkie talkies that's any kids one space yeah any number of kids one space and school bus okay I'm going to use the walkie talkies then I'm going to use both my kids right one Right, well, shall we go to Creator Corner? Well, yeah, I mean, it's fairly simple. So, I mean, I got confused at the beginning because the graphic... Oh, yeah, the graphics are this Stephen Rhodes, isn't it? Yeah. So I was looking up this one online and it was like artwork, you know, Stephen Rhodes, game designer, NA. And I was like, hang on, there's got to be a game designer. (laughs) Um, And it is, there is one. It took me a while. Called Ben Stoll. And he's obviously put this game together with the artwork of Stephen Rhodes. And he's done the other two in this set. So let's summon demons and let's dig for treasure. As I say, they're completely different. They're not necessarily bored. I think let's summon demons has these like circular card things. It looks like be interesting to to see what they're like. They look, you know, they've got die. The the let's dig for treasure looks like it's a complete just a card game as well. So, but they're all designed by this Ben Stoll. So I looked up what else Ben Stoll was doing, right? And he did Lord of the Rings, the deck building game. Did he? Which we have played. Which Ah. absolutely. And then I got a little bit confused. So hopefully. You can help me with this. And his number one game that is on Board Game Geek is DC Comics deck building game. Okay, so all of these, so the Stephen Rhodes games and the Lord of the Rings and the DC are all made or published by Cryptozoic. So he must be, he must work like for them, I guess. But the big question is DC Comics deck building game. Yeah. Looking at it, it is basically legendary. Like, like, so what is the difference between legendary and DC Comics deck building game? Is it just Marvel and DC. Yeah, probably. So he basically has done Legendary. Yeah, okay, but you can't copyright the deck building game as a mechanic, can you? But just looking at this DC Comics deck building game, it looks like the layout is exactly the same. The cards have the little stars in the corner and the little circular things on the other side. It is nearly exactly the same as Legendary. That's what I was really... And I was like, is this the American version of Legendary? Is this like another... Like, I got really confused. So DC Comics deck building game is, is different to Legendary. Yeah. Wow. Did you know about this? Well, I knew about the DC Comics deck building game, but I don't really care for DC, so... Oh, that's why you're so unbothered. I was like, wow, so well, the Lord yeah. of the Rings ones is good, but yeah, they're exactly the same kind of symbols and designs, so yeah, well done to Ben Stoll for creating... Okay, he done the, he's done these ones, but it's the deck building games that I'm interested in. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that is his top game. So yeah, he hasn't really got a certain format because that's so different to everything else. No. Do you know what I've just thought of what that's the next challenge isn't it that's the next time so we did the create your own challenge i've done the ancient game tomb challenge the next challenge is to just have a picture and can you make a board game based on that picture because that's what you were saying that's what we've done you've seen the artwork and turned it into a game that's the next challenge oh very good yeah okay yeah yeah so yeah it's not a certain type and as you say i don't i haven't seen the other ones that are coming out of this but he obviously is on a roll making Mm. these sort of miniature quick artworky games yes 
12. Um, although, can I just say, it says for ages 12 and up. I don't think you needed to be ages 12 and up for this. This is like, a, in terms of mechanic, it's going around a board. I imagine it's the small parts, the small tokens. Oh, I see. Okay. I reckon. But yeah, well, shall we frag? Unless there's like one card in the deck that's like... Oh, can I just... Sorry, I'm just looking on Ben Stoll Games again. Yeah. There's one, 2022. There's no picture, but it's called Let's Call the Exorcist. Yeah, that's in the set, in the next set. Oh, that's the one you were talking about. Right, so I, I see. So hang on, let's see if I remember. There's Don't Talk to Strangers, Let's Dig for Treasure, Let's Summon Demons, Let's Call the Exorcist. I think Living Well is the best revenge. And uh, can't remember the... Oh, Cryptozoology for Beginners is the other one. Oh, yeah, that's not listed yet. Oh, yeah, it is listed. Oh. He's also done The Big Bang Theory, The Party Game, which oh. sounds awful <laughs> and <laughs> terrible. So minus points, sorry, Ben Stoll. Might just buy that then, <laughs> make you play. <laughs> I really hope Holiday Jones didn't have to get subjected to playing that. <laughs> Your government prescribes one session of fun per day. Shall we frag? Yeah. Oh, I was just thinking, how do you become a play tester? Is that like an actual job or do you just volunteer because you know the designer? Well, I imagine. Is it a profession is what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. Presumably, because I mean like, okay, if I was making games for serious, I mean like if I published Chargeball, like you and Pat I would go down as play testers, right? Because you played the preview version. Like you. Okay. Okay. Maybe? I don't know. Just wondering. I'm going to make a note to look that up. Might be inconclusive. Right, let's frag. Fun. Okay. What did you say? I said fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like we've said before, it's quite simple. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it, I'm going to be general. I'm going to say four. I was going to say four. I don't know why. It's really simple, but I just liked it. Just sort of yeah. the strategy of got to get to a point space and not get got by aliens. <laughs> yeah. Replayability? Well, it's got the two boards. They've obviously thought about that, that just the one board wouldn't be enough so you've got two different sort of difficulty levels mm-hmm. i'm gonna say four again actually i was also thinking four again because so this deck of cards there's a hundred cards so you know it's unlikely that you're going to get repeat exactly the same order but there's enough unique ones so obviously your bog standard move run skateboard bus whatever there's enough of those but there's plenty of unique ones so like science club saviors there's only one of pool party new Stepdad. I wonder what that is. <laughs> Soda shop date, which we went on. Synchronized watches. Mom's car. Hitchhiking. You know, there's unique ones as well, just to add a bit of spice. So yeah, I'm going for four as well. Aesthetic. Got to be five. Sure. Well, this is five, isn't it? Even like the art. The artwork's great, but just I like the little fold-out board. I like how compact it is. Yeah. I mean, those child tokens that you put on the board are tiny. They're like half a centimeter square. <laughs> but it's it's quick and it's small and it's easy. But it's not shit quality like it's yeah it's really well made it's a nice what like do you call these again? What's the technical term board <laughs> flat surface oh. fold out flat surface thing to play game on <laughs> yes it's very good quality and the printing's really good yep yeah it's, it's just got good. its own style I mean it, I mean uh, initial look it looks really um, busy like real a bit of a mess but it's not <laughs> no and your aliens are your standard grey headed like alien Roswell style <laughs> yes your bug standard Roswell type alien. <laughs> I think that's um, a more of a technical name for Nerm? Technical yeah, name technical for, name for them. <laughs> Aliens? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Extraterrestrials. Great. No, they're called like grey heads or something. I don't Are know. they just called greys? Great. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Anyway, gameplay is where it's going to knock it down a bit. Oh, 
I'm going to say four as well. I'm going to keep it. It was fun. It's fun and it's easy. Uh, you're going to take it down for that card issue, aren't you? Yeah, I am. It's like one thing. Look, Holiday Jones is very busy, okay? She cannot, or he, yeah, I don't yeah, know. But... He, she cannot <laughs> concentrate on all of these things while playtesting. True. It's one thing, but, okay, there's, what, 100 cards and 20 of them are bus cards. One fifth of them are buses. You're telling me, you know, if it was just a random one-off thing that had such a small chance of happening, I'd understand why they hadn't spotted it and covered it in the rule book. But one fifth of the cards are buses. This situation must have happened before. So I don't, I don't think it has. I think this is the first time it's ever happened in the history of playing this game, actually. <laughs> How are they supposed to know? I'm glad I found this weakness for them. Yeah, so I'm doing three for that. But it's still scoring well. Wait, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16 and a half. No, oh, it's not bad. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm trying I was trying to find Holiday Jones online, but I can't find anything about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, was it a win or not? I'm gonna say it was, yes. Lovely. I would, yeah, it'd be nice to play this again. Say so you can take it to a cafe or a pub or something and just play it. That makes it 9337. Oh, there was something I was gonna say as yeah. well. In all of these, we don't really cover maybe in some of the review style we should say a rough price range to let listeners know the price range of the of the games that we're talking about to help them inform their decision we've never really mentioned that before true maybe we should add that you know when we read the box and you yeah do like, think... it's for this many players and this and this and this and it cost about blah yeah i was just thinking that the other day yeah okay well how much did this cost then it was about you can get it for like between 12 and 15 pounds lovely there you go all right well we'll try and remember that to add the price next time yeah, yeah. that is a sensible thing to do isn't it good stuff because someone might listen and be like oh my god i love someone might listen i hope so <laughs> <laughs> someone might be, be like that sounds great it's got a great frag it's it's a win and then they're like oh it's a hundred pounds these ridiculous figures that come with it or whatever yeah yeah that that's are not necessary <laughs> yeah there you go cool well that's about it isn't it yeah i've been another, phil another win well done and I, you froze you froze oh, I'm did not, I? I froze you froze i, I mean you froze <laughs> okay i've been phil <laughs> i've been mark and remember non-relinquum in arca operculo which we did you can find us on facebook at organized fun pod you can find us on twitter at fun organized oh and remember don't talk to strangers don't talk to strangers do not talk to strangers you can listen oh. to strangers on a podcast that's fine but don't talk to them unless they're offering you a free board game <laughs> yeah, i mean that would be the way to get me in a van i'm just saying <laughs> yeah well bye ludophiles bye, bye. <laughs> now is the time when we stop Good night. Good night.